0: This podcast was originally on my Strang Report podcast on the Charisma Podcast Network. It was so good and so timely, I wanted to share it on the God Trump 2020 election podcast. Hello, everyone. This is Stephen Strang, and welcome to my podcast. We're recording this in early December 2020. You know, there's so much going on. It's hard to really understand it, especially when you look at the fake news media, uh, they don't cover it accurately. And even f- the more conservative media don't say what God is saying. And that's one of the things that Charisma that we try to do, and I try to do on this podcast. And one of the leaders who I so respect, who has a word from the Lord, is Bobby Connor from Texas. And I was able to get him on my podcast today to tell us. What is going on in our country and how should the church respond?
1: All right. Uh, this is Bobby Connor from Eagles View Ministry, and I just want to give uh, I want to thank you, Stephen and Joy, for Charisma Ministry and all that y'all do to feed and establish the body of Christ. And uh, it's you've been blessings for years and years and years. And I appreciate your publishing company. You publish some of the uh, I think some of the most outstanding authors that are, out, are today out there. But I appreciate an opportunity to be on the podcast with you and to be able to share and. Did you know I've been preaching for 50 years? I've been, well, actually now 50-plus uh, uh, years, and I've averaged speaking five times a week for 50 years. Now, I know a wow. lot of people say, well, you ought to be better at it by now. <laughs> but I tell them I'm living proof. Practice won't make perfect. But uh, I am so thankful for the time that we're living in right now. And one of the things I want to urge and in, and and plead with the people to do is not waste this time we must work while it is day because the night comes when no one can work again and we've got to redeem the time make full use of every opportunity that god's giving us and that's one of the things that i believe that the prophets need to do first corinthians chapter 14 verse 8 says the bugle the war trumpet must make a distinct sure sound so the people will know how to prepare themselves for battle And we are in a battle. We're in a battle for the life of this nation. We're in a battle for America as we've known it. And uh, I'm 77 years old. Now, my birthday was uh, November the 29th. And so uh, now I'm 77 years old. And here's what I, I want us to get back to common sense. It seems like in our nation, we've just lost common sense. And we've got to get back. I'll tell you what it is. Truth has fallen in the street. And the Bible says that truth has fallen in the street. And you and I need to be very busy attempting to rescue truth so truth can rescue us and it says in the book of Isaiah truth is falling in the street and there's no justice and uh, I think that America has uh, been so lackadaisical concerning true uh, commitment to purity and holiness that uh, uh, the contamination has brought us into a, a real time of correction with God and that's what it says uh, you say well Bobby you mean you think America is under judgment yes I'm absolutely sure we are and so people would ask me, "Well, what judgment do you think we're under?" And I tell them, Isaiah 5:20 would be a good place to start. Isaiah chapter five, verse twenty says, "Woe unto the nation that finds it easy to call good evil and evil good, that substitutes light for uh, uh, darkness, for light and bitter for sweet." And so I think we're guilty of that myself, honestly. But I want us to really realize that God is in charge. And one of the things I want to do, I want to encourage the body of Christ today not to, not to give up not to grow weary in well-doing. In the book of Daniel, it talks about the devil attempting to wear out the saints of God. And that's one, one of the things he's doing with all of this, all the chaos that's going on and all of the calamities and the, the COVID and all this other kind of stuff that's happening. It seems like sometimes the, the believers just get weary in well-doing. But the Bible says, we shouldn't grow weary in well-doing. We'll reap if we faint not. And I think it's sort of like young Samuel of old over there in 1 Samuel chapter uh, 17, young David uh, in Samuel, there 17, where he says, is there not a cause? Remember he came up and the battle was supposed to be raging, but there was no battle at all because Saul's army had no heart to engage the enemy. Remember, it's said for 40 days Goliath would come lumbering off the mountainside and he'd scream boisterous, who wants to fight? And it says in the Bible, it says when Saul's army heard him, heard Goliath, they trembled when they saw Goliath. They fled, and then here comes little David. It said he was ruddy, and uh, I think that means that was uh, before puberty. And David comes out there to bring some bill some food to his brothers, and he looks and sees this giant, and he hears his blasphemous cursing against God, and and David says, "Here's what he says: Is there not a cause?" And I want to say that to the body of Christ that's listening. Isn't there a cost? Isn't there a cost for us to stand up for righteousness? Isn't there a cost for us to get on the battle line now? There's a time to stand up like never before. God never intended for the saints of God to be spectators, but participators. And if you go all the way back to the first book of the Bible, Genesis 126, the scripture says, and you can hear God, God talking to the Holy Spirit and to Jesus. And he says, let us make man in our own image and let's give them kingdom control. And God is not vacillated on that one iota. He's looking for his people to stand up and take charge. And that's what we've got to do. I think one of the problems of Stephen in the church in America we've let the devil steal our identity and we don't know for sure who, who we really are and the reason we don't know really who we are we don't really recognize whose we are who we belong to we belong we're sons and daughters of the most high God God has empowered us to take a stand and nothing can withstand against us according to the Bible but see the devil wants us to feel like that we're insignificant that we're just uh, worthless and that we don't amount to anything. We are precious to God. God calls us in Malachi, calls us his jewels. And I looked up the Hebrew word jewel there, and it means especially acquired treasure. So one of the things I hope we can do is help the saints of God regain their identity. And you say, well, who are we? Revelations 1, 5, and 6 is a great passage. It says, unto him that loved us, Talking about God unto Him that loved us and has washed us from our sins in His own blood and has made us to be priests and kings. Wow! See, that's already helping us realize that we're are, we're not insignificant. We're a priest and a king. Now, the Bible said a priest can settle conflicts and can stop confusion, and it said the the word, the proclamation of a king has authority. So you and I need to realize we're in this world to take over this world. Isn't that amazing? It is we're amazing. In the world to take, we're in the world to take over the world. And so, uh, like I said, you get me started, I'll just <laughs> ramble on, but do you interrupt well, me any way you want to, Stephen?
0: Well, thank you. You know, th- what you're saying is so important, is an important reminder, and I think it sets the stage for what we need to talk about it, and that's what's happening in America. You know, a month ago we had an election, and the prophets prophesied that Donald Trump would be elected twice. I documented this in uh, my book, Guy Trump in the 2020 Election, and yes. I know that you spoke about this. Even as you were speaking ahead um, about the year 2020, you know, before we even knew – what the term COVID-19 meant and uh, so why don't you tell me what the Lord showed you and what you believe the Lord is saying now. Okay, I really will. On the Day of
1: Atonement now, for the past 26 years, on the Day of Atonement, I this had this visitation from Jesus Christ. He'll come tell me some of the things that's going to happen in the future, and I write in a book called The Shepherd God. The Shepherd God for uh 2020, uh the Lord said, I want you to teach. I was sitting in my study here in Moravian Falls, North Carolina, and I would just... Uh, uh, waiting for God to speak to me. And he said, just as clear as you can think, he said, prepare the people that they'll be able to soar above the chaos and the confusion of the world. Teach them how to walk on the wings of the wind. And he gave me a verse in the Bible about that. And so I thought, okay, uh, at, that, at that time, this was September when you when I wrote it, I uh, wrote it September uh, the, uh, the 30th, 2019. You write the separate write a year in advance. And, uh, there wasn't any chaos. There wasn't any, uh, paranoia going on. There wasn't any, uh, confusion going on. He said, but I want you to teach the saints of God how to soar above the chaos and calamity of this world. And that's, that's, I'll just read the little clip of, on the back of the, uh, shepherd chart. It says, prophetic perspective and purpose, equip and prepare God's people to soar higher. Instruct them how to walk on the wings of the wind. Teach them how to soar above the chaos and the confusion of these days. And I thought, chaos and confusion, see, there wasn't that going on then. And then I prophesied and wrote in the book that there'd be a pandemic. And uh, the Lord said, it's going to be a shake-up to produce a wake-up. And he said, I love my people far too much to allow them to trip over trivial things. And uh we wrote it just as plain as you can read it, the shake up for a shake up to create a wake up. And he said, I love my people too much to allow them to trip over trivial things. And he said it's time for them to arrive to awake and rouse to reality. And gave me that verse in the Bible where he said, knowing what a critical hour this is, how that it is high time now for us to wake from our slumber, rouse to reality, where final deliverance is near to us now. Than when we first believed adhered to trusted in Christ the Messiah. But anyway, so I wrote I wrote the shepherd. But one of the things that really thrills me is this. He said, Now I do want you to teach them the sword above all the chaos and calamity of the world. And uh but he said, My your number one uh top priority right now is to teach the people of God how to get on a firm foundation. And that's what he said. That the first chapter of this book says, Top priority. Teach the people of God how to build their life on a firm foundation. And he said, if they build on the, the the sand, the rains will come, the wind will blow, blow down the house. But if they build on the solid, firm foundation of the Word of God. And Stephen, that's what I think we've got to do. We have got to get the Word of God into the people. The book of Hosea says God's people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. And so uh, we gave a whole chapter there about firm foundation he said i don't want my children tossed to and fro with every strange wind of doctrine and boy you know that there's some strange doctrine out there in there and but uh we yeah, there really is. have to get but, but the shepherd's rod it so to we, we give the whole thing in the shepherd's rod and here's what he told me he said the the shaking is to to get the people to the place where they'll wake from their slumber and they'll be in alignment to receive a greater glory and that's what you and I can expect when this whole thing is over, when all the sh- all the stuff is done with. God is going to bring us into a greater glory, and we need that. And uh, that's one of the things I think that's missing. We we've, uh, we've just kind of lost the awe of God. We've lost the the glory of God, and God wants to fill this whole earth with the knowledge of His Son. And but we're going to we've got to get into this battle that we're in right now. This is. Uh, you know, a lot of people go, well, you know, uh, I, I, you know, I, I thought it's God's will. And boy, they grow, They really raked the prophet's over the coals, hadn't they? A lot of the preachers and stuff. Well, they prophesied that Donald Trump's going to win. Um, my wife is sitting here while we're doing this, uh, podcast, and, uh, she can testify to the fact that we, we prophesied Donald Trump would win by a landslide, but it would be stolen. And then we had to win it back in the, the high courts. And the Lord said, first of all, the high courts of heaven and then the Supreme Court here on earth. So uh, I, I I'll tell you what I still believe that's going to happen. I believe that they're going to overturn it. It is a mo- it is the craziest thing. They, you know the I've said for years now the modern day media should be tried for treason. You cannot believe a single thing they say. It's corrupt communication proceeding out of their mouth and it, and they. They have, they've just poisoned with their propaganda. They poison the people and the people really don't know what to believe. And we that's why we as the body of Christ need to stand up. The trumpet needs to make a sure call. And Joel chapter 3 verses 9 through 10, Joel chapter 3 verse 9 through 10 says, Proclaim this among the nations. Prepare war. Stir up the mighty men. Let the men of war draw near. Let them come up. Beat their plows into swords and their pruning hooks into spears. Let the weak now declare I'm strong, we're going to have to put up a fight a battle, and see the devil wants to steal this thing away and I'll tell you what, you you know it just as well as anybody, uh, you cannot have Christianity and communism and the far left right now, they want communism, and we're going to have to stand up against this. This is not a battle against flesh and blood; this is a battle against principalities and powers and rulers of darkness. But the Bible says we're we're're we're, we've got an authority from Jesus Christ to bind all of that, and the, that's what we've got to do we've got to stand up and be fearless, and we've got to realize and shake the body of Christ and get them to wake up that they're warriors. That's what we're called in the Bible. We're called sons, saints, and soldiers. The most repetitive name I can find in the Bible for Almighty God is Lord of Armies. And that ought to teach us there's going to be a battle going on. And, you know, I've had people go, Oh, no, no. We're supposed to be, you know, just gentle and nice and kind. Yeah, we're, we're supposed to be loving. We're supposed to be filled with love, but we're supposed to be filled with fearless courage, don't you think? And it, it says we ought to be. Psalms twenty seven fourteen says that we're to wait for the Lord, be strong and let your heart take courage, wait on the Lord. And that's what we got to do. We got to get empowered and we got to stand up and change the circumstance.
0: I agree with you. And, um, I just think it's so important that we remember these things because a lot of what you're saying has existed over, you know, really all of our lifetime. There's always been this uh, battle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities that manifest it in different ways. It seems in some ways that it's accelerating, almost like to some kind of crescendo. Um, and, you know, now there seems to be all this fraud uh, in the natural. It seems like the left seems to get away with nearly everything. And um, so how do you think, you know, and also after all this is over, you know, even if it's only four years from now when there's another election or something, we're still going to be dealing with a lot of the same things spiritually. But right now, it's at a tipping point because if the left gets in, lots of bad things are going to happen and not just the economy. Uh, Swiftly, too. Yeah, and, and new laws, persecution against Christians. I mean, we've seen persecution of some kind, you know, for years, even if it was just – Uh, looking down on Christians or marginalizing them or not paying any attention to the church. But now, especially with this COVID-19 thing, some of these leftist governors, you know, I've done podcasts on this, and of course, it has been written about it in a lot of places, but uh, putting restrictions on the church, you know, people can pass each other in the liquor store or go to the abortion clinic or go to the gambling casinos but they can't pass each other safely in church because of this horrendous uh, health pandemic that we're trying to deal with and you know it's a mess and if the left gets in and i don't you know biden just has happens to be the one they picked i mean he's not even much of a leader but if they get in there's a whole mindset that is very very dangerous so This is all going to come to a head one way or another before January 20th. It's got to. It cannot go beyond then uh, because of our Constitution. So tell me what you believe God is saying and what's going to happen. I believe with all my heart is, like I told you, I believe Donald Trump won by a landslide.
1: You know, and the thing that gets me is how gullible the saints of God really are to, to allow this fraud to go on. Uh, we we ought to be screaming from the housetops that we're not putting up with it. We've been a too silent about that. Uh, you you know it's crazy the things that happened uh, with uh, the fraud and the unsigned ballots and dead people voting and all of this is documented and they've got they've got uh, affidavits signed and uh, that's what we need to do is pray that people will have guts enough to stand up and say no we're not settling for this this is this is not a, a legal election because uh, the ballots were. Created crazy and, and mixed up and Uh, all these other kind of things. But what we've got to do as saints of God, we've got to win the thing in the spirit realm. You know, like I said, the battle's not just flesh and blood. It's principalities and powers. But we've got to do that. Matthew 18, 18, whatever heaven says is illegal, you and I can stand up as children of the Most High God and say that will not take place on our watch. And we've got to be a little more aggressive in our prayers. And the Lord had told me uh, one of the things that happened was we thought that God was just... Going to cut down the tree. They're talking about the evil left, that he was just going to cut down the tree, but he intends to dig up the rock roots. And so I think it's going to take a little longer than what we thought. And so uh, he's in the process now, and the Lord is, of digging up the rock roots so this tree that's been cut down will never be able to sprout again. And, uh, I, I think we're in a real battle for the nation, nations, uh, the soul of our nation. But, uh, there's a verse in first Kings and it's chapter 18 verse 21. And it says, uh, where Elijah said to all the people, how long will you halt? are wobble and waffle between two opinions. If God is God, serve him. If God's not, God serve the L or whoever. And the, listen to that verse in the message. You, you may have heard it before. Elijah challenged the people and said, how long are you going to sit on the fence? And we've got Christians sitting on the fence. fence. We've got people in church. They go, well, you know, uh, it doesn't make any difference whether it's uh, Trump or Biden. It does make difference. And all all Joe Biden is is a chalk horse. You know, he. I'm telling you, uh, it's, it's just pitiful. This thing uh, is really, really more important than we could ever. Well, you can't overstress how important this really is because uh, a lot of times people think, uh, well, you know, four years and then they can change again. No, there'll be a swift, uh, this thing will be so swift. And I want to encourage the saints of God not to give up to be bold and brave and take a stand and call their leadership and say, we're not going to put up with this. This is illegal and we're not going to stand for it. And uh, I know that we're supposed to uh, not be uh, uh, passive on this thing. We've got to be a little more aggressive. And I want us to be just like... uh, my football coach told me years ago uh, he he was in a, a locker room with a bunch of the guys and he said one thing about Connor he's got tenacity I didn't know what I had you know I didn't know the word tenacity but the church <laughs> that's funny the church needs tenacity we need to hold on to what God's given us and uh, we got to hold on to our nation and uh, there's never been a president that has uh, loved the church and done as much for the church in my opinion as uh, President Trump. And I'm telling you what he's done for Israel and all of this, and that's what I want people to the, the people to look at the facts and then look at the the future. And we got to uh, I thought, well, to make a long story short, I believe we'll have to win it uh, in the high courts of heaven first, and then in the Supreme Court here.
0: But, well, as we uh, wrap up, let's let's uh, drill down a little bit on this because Joy and I have been watching these uh, prayer meetings every night for a, a week or so that Dutch Sheets is having. He's He's yes. gone to the different battleground states. They started in Pennsylvania. They're wrapping up in Pennsylvania. They've been in Wisconsin yes. and New Mexico and Nevada and Arizona and Georgia. And I'm probably forgetting one, but uh, he talks about the same thing, winning in the high courts of heaven. And of course, there are lawyers that are you know, doing things in the courts of the land, but yes. talk about exactly what that means and uh, and what the average Christian can do. Uh, yes, yes, we pray, and uh, but sometimes it's hard to pray by yourself. Sometimes it's easier when you're in a big prayer gathering like that with someone leading it. But what can yes. people do? And then I'll and in the process, I'll give you the last word.
1: Okay, great. Here's one of the things we need to do. We need to not grow weary and well-doing. We've got to know we're going to reap if we faint not. And that's one thing the devil's trying to do is drag this thing out till the people of God just get exasperated and give up. But they're not to give up. They're to be bold and brave, very courageous, and take a stand and, again, to just declare it what they want, even if they don't feel like they're bold enough to say it. The Bible says you can decree a thing, and what you decree will be established for you. That's amazing. Isn't it? it says make up your mind. What it's actually Job 22, 28. Make up your mind what you want and tell God what that is, and he'll get it for you. That's the way I translate it, but it says uh you shall uh decide a thing, then you decree what you decide, and the Lord will establish it and the light of his favor will shine upon your pathway. Job 28, uh, 22, 28. But we've got to do that. We've got to start declaring what we want, and we want uh, President Trump to take his rightful place for four more years. And Mike Pence is a great godly man, and I'm so thankful for the team that God's put in the White House. And we want to see that he stays in the White House. But I want the saints of God to refer, realize. First John 5:14 says, "This is the confidence that we have in God. If we'll ask Him anything according to His will, we know that He hears us. If we know that He hears us, we're totally confident we're going to get." what we're asking so we need to be bold in our prayers and ask god for a demonstration of his power and and ask god to take a, over this thing the lord had showed me they'll dig a pit but they'll fall in the pit they dug they dug it for others but they'll fall in themselves and so it's pretty amazing and you and i have the power to to turn this back on their head so we've got to uh not be as uh nice sounding as we usually are we've got to be bold and brave and uh, this is about uh, we're fighting against witchcraft, sorcery, all kind of uh, Jezebel spirits. But the Bible says the weapons of our warfare are, not, warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God. And we've got to really realize that God God will show us how to do that. Yeah, I'm gonna in the Bible it talks about the the Lord bringing a prophet to the wall and he said I want you to look in the wall and dig a little hole and he showed him a hole in the wall and the prophet dug into the hole in the wall and found a door and that he opened that door and he got to go in and see what the leaders were doing that was corrupt uh, they were doing it in secret but God showed the prophet a hole in the wall and he dug in that and he found the door and he opened the door and then he saw all and he got a clear view of all the uh, calamities all the contamination that was going on. And I believe that if that happened in the Old Testament time, it can happen for us, that God can expose all the hidden works of darkness and bring the, I want to see this thing verified and and justified and vindicated. And we want every legal ballot counted.
0: Absolutely. And thank you so much for your insights. We're going to have to leave it there. I encourage people to share this podcast. We want to get out the word far and wide. And Bobby Conner, tell us how people can get hold of you uh, if they want to find out more about your ministry or get in contact with you in some way.
1: Great. Yes, it's www.bobbyconnor.org on, on the, that's our webpage. And then we have a uh, uh, Facebook and we have a YouTube channel and uh, that's, that's the best way to do it. And there's a, we've got a lot of uh, YouTube said so the 23,800 videos of me on YouTube, but uh, we have our own official YouTube channel. They can watch that and they're sure welcome to look at our Facebook page. There's uh, uh lots of people that do that, but I really appreciate the podcast and uh uh i'm thankful that you invited us on here and i like i said at the beginning i so appreciate you enjoy i appreciate the fact that uh you want to get the word of god out to the people and and get the people rooted and grounded in truth
0: well thank you you're very kind and you've been a good friend for a long time and every time i'm around you i'm so encouraged you have such a a positive attitude you've done so much good in the body of christ um you know, speaking five times a week for 50 years is just incredible. So happy birthday to you, and thanks again for God being on my, on you, my podcast today.
1: Let me know anytime. We'll help you any way we can.
0: Well, I appreciate that. And thank you to my God listeners for tuning into my podcast today. Tune in again tomorrow. God bless you. God bless you.